everyone. Welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things moss with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake. This is going to be our third Throne of Glass episode, so again, be sure to check in every other week. So we're discussing Moss's OG series. They're, they drop bi-weekly. Um, and just so you know, I mean, it's a different series. We're still the same bitches, okay? So, like, there's cursing. There is spoilers, but just for the book, Throne of Glass, not the entire series. So we're doing, like, book-specific spoilers, if that makes sense. Um, so basically, like, we treat, like, the first two books are essentially, like, prologues, and then we do, like, the end of a book. So if you haven't, I, this is a beast of a series, to put it lightly, especially considering, like, the second half of the series is a whole different story, and the books are, like, twice as long, so... Yeah, the books are huge. I did huge. not realize yeah. that. Yeah. So if you haven't... I did not realize that. Seriously, until I, like, got the, like, full series next week, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, God, that's that's quite a jump. But, so basically, long story short, if you haven't read the whole series, don't worry. Um, just be sure that you have read the first book, Throne of Glass, or if you're not done with it, you don't mind spoilers. Um, so this week, we are going through chapters 7 through 9. Madison, give us the, the recap, the lowdown. <laughs> so, my so series our, listens in, I'm sorry. My oh, Apple okay. Watch always like, wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh that my god. the recap. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we have left Endovier. We're going back to <clears throat> um, uh, the homeland. It, it, oh. The homeland. Well, I mean, it's not, well, it's Dorian's homeland, I guess. Mm. I just, I almost said something that was not great. Anywho, um, <laughs> so we're going back. Uh, Selena is going back to her homeland. Selena. She's, Selena, damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, it's I, like I, me I and I started Farrah. my night with a seltzer, so there we go. Oh, there I, I literally That's like, why you're in a good a mood. <laughs> I was like, I was like, there we go. So anywho, going back, um, and we go on this like two-week camping trip that no one asked for. Literally no one. Yep. Literally no That's one. That's pretty much it. Um, you know, I'm I'm hoping someone packed toilet paper. See, that's always my concern. Because she's traveling with a bunch of men. Oh, Selena's yeah. like traveling with a bunch of men, so and they don't like, really talk about. Did that. anyone yeah. did anyone remember toilet paper? Or are we going leaf? <laughs> I mean, I think like, it's we... a leaf, dude. That's that's some paranoia right and there. Digging a when hole? You don't know what kind of leaf it is, too. Where you're like, oh god. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. So rough on the camping. Hard, Hard pass. pass on the camping. Oh! Hard pass. Don't do camping. So, anyway, that's what happened. All right. Great recap, Madison. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I really, I worked hard thank on you. it. Thank you. Thank you very much. All oh right. So, we... <laughs> was that some, like, Elvis? I think it was supposed yeah, it was. to be. It was real bad. Oh, it was my God! on Elvis! That's hey, I was watching Lilo and Stitch today, okay? Oh, I'm no, 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 Stop! Oh, when we're yes. done, I have a story about Lilo and Stitch. I am Stitch. And if, if, um, if, um, <laughs> if this inner circle is listening, they're gonna know what I'm referring to. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it oh, always oh, makes oh. me nervous when you mention them. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Always makes me nervous. Wait, I have some great stitch I gotta talk to you about when we're done with this. Okay, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> Moving on. All right, so they arrive in Riftold for the first time. Um, it's pretty much just a giant city. Um, there's a lot of people there. 
as they uh, go in. There's a lot of people there in thanks. the city. I mean, oh. <laughs> thanks. Sorry, it was. I did these notes last night, and I don't even know. It's just kind of rambling, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, you're really selling this to the listeners. I'm job. really selling it. This chapter. I don't know the first, like the first, like so chapters. Like I want to say, like half the first of the book is just boring to me. So. Damn. Strong opinion. That's there. just me. Strong opinion there. That's just me. Well, like I said, I'm re-listening to it again. I'm like, damn, where does where when do we get the good stuff? Well, I think I, part I, of I'm sorry, when do we get the good stuff? Not not in this book. Well, Matt, not Madison's good stuff. <laughs> Madison's good stuff comes at the very motherfucking end. I know. Also, though, like part yeah, that's of the a rough thing one. here with the freaking description of the city, you can't really tell if she even likes the city, even though like she's no. Well, there. she doesn't. Like, she, oh, she fully doesn't. Like, I mean, beneath the smell of spices and horses lay a foundation of filth, blood, and spoiled milk. That's a disgusting like that's legit. Combo. So, that's like, I'm kind of wondering if, like, before Endovier, when she, you know, was doing her assassin, like, did she realize this? Or has Endovier, like, opened up her mind? No, I to, think like, she, I, I honestly reality. think. I think she knew about the underbelly, like, the cesspool that, like. She never yeah. knew about it, but do you think, like. She probably had to interact with it some. No, I think, I definitely think, because I think further in, even in this book, she mentions how much she didn't like it. Like, the city I just think it's just she it's likes always the been... fancy things she could get in the city. Yes, gotcha. Gotcha. yes. But the under like the the city overall, she just doesn't. She hates. Yeah. I mean, we even like even in this chapter. Once I get further in this chapter, she like doesn't agree with a lot of it. Um. So then, so they're walking through the crowd. Um, Dorian have like Dorian was like waving. Um, they she is riding um with Kale. And it's really entertaining because all the young women are, like, flocking to Dorian. They're, he's winking at them. He's grinning at them. And all of a sudden, like, all of them, of course, like, turn to Selena and, like, their sharp stares. And, like, women, like, just kind of were judging her. Um, so she began to smile, toss her hair, and, like, bat her eyelashes at the <laughs> prince's back. And, and Kale, of course, pinches her. Oh and she goes, God. what? He goes, you look ridiculous. And she mirrored his expression and goes, they're ridiculous. And he goes, be quiet and act normally. He goes, I, she goes, I should jump from the horse and run. I'd vanish in an instant. And he goes, yep, you'd vanish. And then with three arrows buried in your, in your spine. And she goes, such pleasant talk. It's a great introduction to the city right now. Can I just say, if somebody, I, you can, punch me in the face, do not pinch me. I hate when people pinch me. I, I you know just what? Just fucking punch me. in the face. <laughs> just punch you? I've been punched in the face on a few occasions, and I'd rather be punched in the face than pinched. Don't worry, I punched him back twice as hard, but yes, I'd rather Was be Was it soccer? One of the times. Yeah. It's okay. I did Preston, that I've, I've, How are you giving me I a actually... weird look that I've been involved in violence? I just never thought it actually occurred. I just thought it was like thought about constantly. When you play sports, <laughs> it happens. I was a swimmer. I've never punched anyone. Oh, I've gotten it's into fun. a fist fight on a soccer field, a basketball court, a softball field, almost at a track meet. Okay, softball. Oh yeah, I this bitch. I, I didn't she like her, and she went to, to someone. she went to steal, and I. <laughs> 
Oh God, no, that'd be assault. No, she went to steal and I was at short and I fucking, me and my, me and my catcher, man, we got a system. I tagged her out and she didn't like that I tagged her under the jaw, which don't be a bitch and I wouldn't do it that way. She hopped up and got in my face and I just punched her. I really okay. hope that I got into a few fights in soccer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that girl's not smart yeah. enough to read. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> damn. Sorry. Oh, all right. I didn't like her. She's mean. All right. Um, so as they're kind of walking through, they're walking through all the stores and all of a sudden they get like a glimpse of the, like there's a break in the buildings and she saw the Avery, which is kind of where all the ships are dart, 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 docked. Docked. Okay. I was like, we are winning. Docked. There we go. (laughs) Um, and all of a sudden she, like, hears the sound of a whip, and she immediately oh. turns around. And she notices slaves stagger down the gangplanks of the merchant ship, a mixer of conquered, na- conquered nations bound together. Each of them had the hollow rate, rate, ragging, raging, raging. Wow, guys, I am struggling. Honestly, this <laughs> sounds like shit. <laughs> Get it together. Oh, God, it's... <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> I mean, I fully agree. I think people are probably listening to this and being like, what the fuck? What the fuck? There? She's illiterate tonight? Yes. Yep. Um, most of the slaves were prisoners of war, rebels who survived the butchering blocks and endless lines of Otterland's armies. Some were probably people who have been caught or accused of trying to practice magic, but others were ordinary folks in the wrong place at the wrong time. And... The biggest thing for her was that she literally just wanted to leap from the horse and, like, just help them. She's, like, she wanted she wanted to scream she wasn't a part of it. She also um, mentioned that she had done something nearly, nearly two years ago when she had freed almost 200 slaves from the private lord. So she definitely doesn't want to be a part of this shit, which yeah. is understandable. Because she yeah. also happened to be a slave in Endovier, too. Um, and so they finally arrive at the palace. Dismount, Dorian comes over and he kind of, she doesn't like the glass castle in the first place because it actually freaks her out. And then I've been, see, it's not just me. I I don't like the the glass. Oh, no. You like it? Yeah. Mm -mm. It terrifies me. Hi. Fully terrifies me. I don't know. It doesn't even just terrify. It just seems like pointless. Unnecessary? Yes. I still don't I think like it'd it. be a great spot for voyeurism. <clears throat> That's why you... We should have known, Caitlin. We should have known. We should have known. <laughs> I have no comment to that. <laughs> the thing also sounds fucking massive. I, like... We talked about this last episode, but, like, the way it's set up just seems so inefficient. It's almost like, oh, look what we can do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, it makes no it, sense, but we did it. Like, okay. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yep. And so Dorian comes over and he goes, 600 rooms, military and servants quarters, three gardens, a game park, and a stables on either side. Who, el- who could ever need so much space? Is a game so, park just like a wooded area where they literally stock it with things to yes. hunt? Mm-hmm. Yes. Doesn't that take... Yep. I don't know. I don't like that or like, an I, arcade. 
Oh my god, like some pinball. <laughs> they just got yes, pinball. They have an arcade. <laughs> they have an arcade like Snake, Pac-Man, all of that in this like fictional I don't like world. That game. I'm bad at that game. Pac-Man? Yeah, I'm really bad at Pac-Man. I get stressed out. I don't like it. Um and Selena does go. She goes, I don't know how you can sleep at night with only a wall of glass keeping you from death. And I was like, yep. That's, that's exactly what I would think. Yeah. I just, eh. it's too many. I, I kind of like walls instead of windows and glass. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Dorian just puts, like, says that she put her in the, um, put him. Dude, guys, I don't know what is wrong with me. <laughs> Put her in the rooms in the stone castle, um, and he's like, I'd hate for you to be uncomfortable. Which, I don't, like, I, I think I'd be in the stone castle, too. No glass castle for me. Yeah, no. Um, and then, so they go into her room, um, and uh, as they're kind of, like, walking around the room, she starts, like, oh my god, what is wrong with me? Don't um, do your notes the night before. This is like your shittiest section I think you've ever I know, and, and I'm struggling. Yeah, this is your book. I know, I know. I know. Although her, her oh. rooms aren't really dope, though, I will say. No, her room is fully, like, so she her balcony overlooked a fountain in one of the gardens. Um, it was beautiful, and even though she noticed the guards posted underneath, um, and then Kale left her. As soon as she, as soon as he leaves, she starts to look around the entire room um she's uh, looking for escape routes trying to figure out what weapons she can do um how many guards are posted um one of my favorite things that she does mention is that she's able to throw she could probably throw a flower pot on top of her heads <laughs> which i that find very entertaining i know right yes, it does it does um, and then, so the only thing she can find to kind of make a weapon is she, which I find very ingenious, she breaks apart a bunch of hairpins and then ties them all together and is like, okay, I can use this to poke someone in the eye. Um, and so she finally, like, after she makes her, like, her weapons and stuff like that, she goes to bed for a little bit. Um, she also thinks about using the billiard sticks or the <laughs> balls to hit people with dude that would hurt. that she, would hurt like a those were like literally man. dropping those on someone i definitely think those would be a why little would you drop painful. them just chuck it at them like well if you're like yeah and then also like if the the uh pool sticks too just stab him in someone's eye break him in half very ingenious too why do you um, look giddy you've come alive now that you're talking about violence you guys are getting on me about violence Caitlin's got a flicking, like, she's blushing over here, like, oh, kill him with the I know. Stick. I'm also, it's also really hot in my room. That's why. Turn on the and I'm also still running on, like, straight pre-workout. Oh, my is... God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this pre-workout actual pre-workout, or are you doing your wine pre-workout again? Oh, uh, no, this is actual pre-workout. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Just and it's a new it. stuff, so I've been, I've been, my adrenaline is running right now. Couldn't tell. <laughs> so she finally goes to sleep um she sleeps for about an hour and then the tailor comes and she's starting to get uh measured and pinned 
Um, they're looking at different fabrics and colors and she's trying to make suggestions, but the tailor's like, nope, we're not going to do any of her suggestions. And um, finally he leaves, but she also considered jabbing um, one of the tailor's pearl heeled pins through his eyes. And that's how annoyed she was with him, which I again, fully appreciate. Because just imagine someone not taking your opinion on what you want to wear and the colors you want to wear. Especially because, like, she loves clothes. Like, we've already noticed that, like, she really enjoys clothes. So, like, why would yeah. she not? And like, also, you're dressing me. Take my, like, what I yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Let me know what, I know what I look good in. I mean, I um, don't know what I look good in, but I know what I like. There's, <laughs> like, a distinction there, I guess. Yes. Um. So then, as, like, she gets bathed. She gets scrubbed, um, she got pampered, her hair was cut, her nails were, like, I honestly wouldn't mind this. Um, her nails were cut, they got all the calluses off her hands and feet, and she finally, as she says, she looks like, not the king's champion, but the king's lapdog. And then here enters one of my favorite people, um, (laughs) Philippa comes in and goes beautiful Philippa. and the thing be- Isn't it i think it's philip philippa philippa sorry philippa well is there i think i've read a book recently with philippa not philippa i have no I idea i have no idea she but is philip she is alice well she is and that's what i kind of like that's what i like too like this she's just the type of person that just does, doesn't take shit from selena and, like, Selena introduces herself. She goes, keep that to yourself, miss. I'm the only one who knows, and the guards, I suppose. Then, what do people think about all my guards? Oh, the other champions have guards outside their rooms, too. Or people just think you're another lady friend of the prince. <laughs> another. And Philippa goes, he has a big heart, his highness. <laughs> and Selena's like, a favorite with women? It's not my plea. It's not my place to speak about his highness, and you should mind your tongue. And Selena goes, I'll do as I please. And then Philippa goes, then you'll find yourself back in those mines, Poppet. Oh, don't scowl. You ruin your face when you look like that. And Selena goes, are you mad? I'm an assassin, not some court idiot. And Philippa then, of course, responds, you're still a woman, and as long as you're under my charge, you'll act like one, or word help me. Which I find interesting, because I haven't... I don't think we really hear that term. It's like almost like it's yeah, it's almost like cauldron help me. But I don't think we hear word help me, which again, I feel like that's a very moss thing to say. I think yeah. it changes. Like I think she changes sentiments as she writes. Yeah. Not to mention we're like what the hell's a word? Yes. You're like that that's a too. weird word. Yes. And <laughs> Swinney goes you're awfully bold. I hope you don't act like this around court ladies. Ah, there was surely a reason why I was assigned to attend to you. You understand that my what my occupation entails, don't you? No disrespect, but this sort of finery is worth far more than seeing my head roll on the ground. Don't make such a fuss. It squishes that little noise that little nose of yours. <laughs> and she leaves. And so we kind of finally get introduced, like the last half of this chapter, we get introduced to Dorian's lovely father and their, and their, their lovely relationship. I was going to say, they got just great, they great, just got a, great they love vibe. Great, great relationship. 
Um, the so the description of the the king is not too much. Um, he goes sometimes Dorian forgot how little he looked like his father. It was his younger brother Holland who took after the king with his broad frame and in his round, sharp-eyed face. But Dorian, tall, toned, and elegant, bore no resemblance to him. And then there was the matter of Dorian's sapphire eyes. Not even his mother had his eyes. No one knew where they came from. I just want to say his brother is, like, never mentioned. No, it's honestly, mentioned maybe once. I honestly forgot he had one. Uh, I was going to say, at least in this book, and, like, in the coming chapters, especially, like, any mention of him is not good. Like, he's not, it's not no, flattering he literally... light. Like, no. He's a little shit. Yeah, he's very much, very much a shit. Um, so they kind of just talk back and forth. Dorian is trying to keep his cool throughout the entire conversation because his dad just keeps talking down to him. Um, he asks about Selena and that, um, he apparently acted well during the outing. Um, and that the, um, what's his name? Parrington. Yes, Parrington reported some niceties with him. So he was just Um, like his babysitter then. Yeah, that's literally what it was. Like, oh, just God. to be there, just to make sure he didn't do anything. Um, and they're kind of, like, going back and forth about is if Selena's even, like, a decent choice. Um, that she also was, um, like, just not worth it. Um, he also, Dorian also brings in, he's like, oh, do you want... He, the king makes Dorian be like, okay, we're going to use you for, like, practice on Selena. And he goes, if you don't mind your tongue, I'll have to use you for practice. And then he goes, and then what? Have Holland take the throne? Which kind of means that he really doesn't want Holland to take the throne. And he prefers Dorian to be king, which... No, that's Dorian saying that. Dorian saying, and then what? Have Holland take the throne? No, but he goes, don't doubt me, Dorian. Like, his father wants him, like, wants Dorian to be... Oh, yeah. Although I guess his father is saying, like, I'll fucking do it if you piss me off enough. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, and <laughs> the king knows Dorian's reputation, and he goes, I'll not have some peasant woman banging on the gate, wailing that you've broken her heart. I've titled too hard, and to establish my empire, you will not complicit it with an illegitimate heirs. Marry a proper woman, and then dally as you will after if you give me a grandson or two. When you are a king, you will understand the consequences. So, and like, wait, do, kinda... we, do we think that's happened where, like, some poor little peasant woman was at the gates like, oh, Dorian? No, I think the reason why he says that is because he doesn't want someone, like, he doesn't want him to get someone else pregnant. Well, I get that, but I'm saying, like, the way that he mentioned yeah, maybe it, it happened. That, that, that it's happened, <laughs> not that she was pregnant, but that he's at least had, like, some peasant girl at the gates like, oh, I'm here to see Dorian, he'll know who I am, and he's like, nah. True. I don't know. He just the way he said it seemed a little bit like from experience. <laughs> That's true. Well, I feel like if you're king, and you know, all the kings throughout history have had oh. some previous experiences in general. Oh. Um, and then Dorian starts to get sassy with him. Like he is not happy. He goes, "When I'm king, I won't declare declare control over Terrison through thin claims of inheritance." Even if you offer them self-rule, those rebels would mount your head on a pike before the gates of Orinth, which was the king. And he goes, perhaps along, alongside all my leg- illegitimate heirs, if I'm so fortunate. And this is when you know that the king is starting to get pissed off. Because he's like, my silver-tongued son, 
Perhaps you should consider our difficulty in getting past Wendelin's naval defenses to be a sign that you should stop playing at being a god. I was like, ooh. Hmm. Now Dorian's calling into question his military. Yes. Yeah. And so the king finally warns him to, like, stay away from Selena. And Dorian goes, and if I conceded to associate with her, what would you do, father? Throw me in the mines as well? And this is where we get a nice little punch in the face from his lovely father. He goes, son or no son, I'm still your king. You will obey me, Dorian Havillard, or you will pay. I'll have no more of your questioning. And he's just like, finally, he just gives up and like leaves. End of my chapter. Wow. The most struggle I've had in a long time. That was something. Yeah, that was. Okay, so I actually kind of love this chapter. Um, only for, like, one part, I guess, but... <laughs> I love this whole chapter. Basically one part. The rest is trash. Oh, <laughs> like, one part. Like, one part I like. Um, so, anyway, um, pretty much um, she's walking with Kale, and she kind of wants a tour of the castle, which, you know, sure, if you're an assassin, you're going to want to know ins and outs, where you're going, what's going on. Um, and he goes, if you refuse to go into the glass castle, there's nothing else to see. <laughs> um, she crossed her arms and she managed to convince him to give her a tour under the pretense of extreme boredom, when in fact she used every moment to plot a dozen escape routes. Yes. Good use of yes. time. Um, Very good. And she goes, and what better way to prepare for potential disaster? You know, because anything could happen, really. And um, he goes, I don't understand why you refuse to enter the glass edition. There's no difference between the interiors. You wouldn't even know that you were inside it unless someone told you or you looked out the window. And literally, uh, Selena goes, only an idiot would walk into a, in a house made of glass. <laughs> i again i fully it's i mean it's true like i mean i guess like i hope there's not like a gym or something because then if you you know drop some heavy weights crack oh god yeah that's i don't know anywho let's hope the gym's on the first floor (laughs) no it's in the game um and well she says yes until someone to just a bit too heavy enters and it comes (laughs) crashing down and Kale's like, no, no, that's impossible. Um, so then she goes, is there no menagerie or library that we could see? Um, and she goes, she, they reach a room and she goes, what's in there? And he goes, the Queen's Court. Um, so Queen Georgina Halliver. Um, and so we find out that Holland is at school. Um, and Selena goes, and is he as handsome as his older brother? (laughs) And literally, so we get a little insight on Holland. It was well known that the 10 year old prince was rotten and spoiled inside and out. And she remembered the scandal that had erupted a few months before her captured Holland upon finding his porridge burnt had beaten one of the servants so badly that there was no possibility of it being concealed. The women's family had been paid off. Um, and the young prince was shipped to school in the mountains. Um, yeah. And yeah. So 
not, I think that's like the only kid. mention of him. Not a great yeah. kid. Um, and Kale goes, Kale very, you know, diplomatically goes, Holland will grow into his lineage. What does that mean? Honestly, so that then, makes it sound like he's just going to grow into be as big of a dick as his dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Yes. I mean, so really lost cause almost. Um, so they were silent for a few minutes before an explosion sounded. And Selena goes, what is that awful noise? And we find out it's the clock tower. Um, and there's supposedly bells, but she goes, she had never heard bells like that. Um, which I can only imagine, but they describe the clock tower from the garden sprouted a tower made of inky black stone, two gargoyles wings spread for flight perched on each of the four clock faces soundlessly roaring at those beneath she goes what a horrible thing and kale you know kale opens up a little bit here as a child i wouldn't go near it is what he says i don't Uh, blame him this thing sounds creepy i know i know like plus just a clock tower that's like inky black right and like Uh, it's yeah that's bells that sound like an explosion yeah. Do like, you know what I get? Like, I have the image of, you know, from uh, Wizard of Oz, the like the Wicked Witch of the East. Who's the one that's still alive? Wicked Witch of the West. West. Have you like? Do you remember seeing her like castle in the movie? And that this is that's exactly what I think. Like with all the flying monkeys, creepy flying monkeys, like just the one tower. Oh. All the gargoyles. Valid. That's sort of. Yeah, that's exactly if what it I think was made about. Of glass. Or well, no, I mean, I was thinking the, the clock tower. tower looks like it, the clock the tower. Oh, just the clock tower. Of, oh, yeah, the just the clock tower. Okay, okay. Yep. Some stone um, flying monkeys. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then, Selena makes the observation: you'd see something like this before the gates of word, not in a garden. <laughs> she goes, "How old is it?" The king had it built around Dorian's birth, and then. Um, she goes the king like why would he build such a wretched thing and kale just kind of bypasses that answer and he's like let's go and she says she looks at this gargoyle and could have sworn its jaws widened Ugh. yeah that's, that's a little unsettling um so as she is made to follow kale she noticed a tile on the paved pathway and she's like what's this and he stopped, what's what? She pointed at a at the mark engraved on the slate. It was a circle with a vor- vertical line through the middle that extended beyond the circumference. Both ends of the line were hooked one direction downward, uh, the other up. What is the mark on the path here? And he goes, I have no idea. So Selena, again goes to the gargoyle he's pointing at it what does this symbol mean and kale goes it means you're wasting my time (laughs) (laughs) it's probably some sort of decorative sundial (laughs) like how Um, did he just now like not notice it is my thing like wouldn't you notice like a weird etching in the ground like selena's really observant yeah she's she's an assassin she has to notice all these details (sighs) so they continued to walk past the kitchen quarters um, which were busy. And then Selena suddenly halted. What is that? 
She pointed at the 20-foot oak doors, her, her eyes widening at the dragons that grew out either side of the stone wall. Four-legged dragons, not vicious, uh, bipedal wyverns like those on the royal seal. The library. Yeah! And then she goes, she literally stops and is like kind of nice and she's like, can we, may we go in? <laughs> like, she, you can tell she really wants to hit up the library, which I feel. Um, so then Kale, like, reluctantly, like, takes her, opens the doors, um, and, oh, oh my god, oh my god, guys, I love it. Compared to the sunlit hallway, the interior that stretched beyond them seemed formidably dark, but as she stepped inside, candelabras came into view, along with black and white marble floors, large mahogany tables with red velvet chairs, a slumbering fire, mezzanines, bridges, ladders, railings, and then books. Books and books and books and books. Heaven. Oh, my gosh. This reminds me of the Beauty and the Beast library. Mm-hmm. Yes. This reminds me of that. Well, I don't know. Yes. What were we talking about before? We literally mentioned this before. But this is what it reminds me of. Um, I think we were thinking of um, the library in the House of Wind, how it's so big and kept going. But, like, this is, like, a personal home library. There we more, go. There that's we go. Yes. more like a, a public library. This is, like, a private collection. Yeah. Like, this one right here, this this reminds me of it. Like I And it seems like, it. while it seems, like, big, it still seems a little cozy with, like, the fire and, like, the chairs. I don't know. I always thought it was a little bit nicer. So, pretty much, she asked, like, how many volumes are there? And he said, last time anyone bothered to count, a million. But that was 200 years ago. So just imagine, like, any book ever written has got to be in this library. Over a million books. Um, And then she's like, I die before I go through even half of that. And he goes, you like to read? <laughs> and she goes, don't you? Fair. I love that answer. Um, so literally, she's just grinning. She's whirling around uh, the main floor. And he goes... I didn't know assassins like to read. Uh, excuse me. Stereotype there, jackass. Um, and, um, she goes, did you ever visit the great library of Orinth? And they say it's twice the size of this and that it used to hold all the knowledge of the world. And she turns, she's like, yes, when I was very young, though they wouldn't let me explore. The master scholars were too afraid I'd ruin some valuable manuscript. She hadn't returned to the great library since and wondered how many of those individual uh, works had been ordered destroyed by the king when he outlawed magic. Um, Was the library of Orinth like their like uh, um, library at Alexandria? Like the great probably. library of Alexandria that burned? Probably. Oh, God, still hurts. Um, <laughs> so she goes like, why are, why are there no guards here? <laughs> and it, he goes, guards are no use in a library. And she goes, well, I was referring to your no- noble companions. Um, and he goes, reading is a bit out of fashion. I'm afraid. <gasps> I know. Then I don't want to be in fashion. It's hard to <laughs> Um, and she goes, well, more to read for me then. And he goes, read, these belong to the king. 
rude. She's like, well, it's a library. <laughs> so. And Kale goes, it's the king's property and you are of noble blood. You need permission from either him or the prince. And so she ends up writing a note to Dorian. I love that we get it too. Like we get I the know, actual I know, I know. I love this. I love this. Yes. Um, so your highness, it has come to my attention that your library isn't a library, but rather a personal collection for only you and your esteemed father to enjoy. As many of your million books seem to, uh, be present and unused, I must beg you to grant me permission to borrow a few so that they may receive the attention they deserve. Since I am deprived of company and entertainment, this act of kindness is the least someone of your importance could deign to bestow upon a lovely, miserable wretch such as I. I love that. <laughs> I do too. I um, so then the woman, ret- she gives it um, to be delivered. And when the woman returns half an hour later with a stack of books like piled into her arm, Selena laughs as she swipes the note. And he goes, my most true assassin. I love, I want somebody to write me a love letter with that as the like beginning. (laughs) My most true assassin. (laughs) Yep. Um, my most true assassin enclosed are seven books from my personal library that I've recently read and enjoyed immensely. You are of course free to read as many of the books in the castle library as you wish, but I command you to read these first so that we may discuss them. I promise they are not dull, for I am not one inclined to sit through pages of nonsense and bloated speech, (laughs) though perhaps you enjoy works and authors who think very highly of themselves. I love that. I love that. And it kind of, like, starts their, like, back and forth. Yeah. Their book club. I know. I know. I love it. Oh! So, anyway, Selena, like, wakes up the next morning. I kind of like this. I love this part, actually. (laughs) And she wakes up and she's like, what the fuck? Like, where is everyone? Like, no one's where they're supposed to be. She's like, isn't the competition supposed to have started today? Um, Like, what's going on? Um, So then she goes out onto the balcony. And from her place at the balcony, Selena could still see as the woman in red brushed a hand down the front of her skirts. I should have worn my white dress, she said loudly enough for everyone in Rifthold to hear. Dorian likes white. <laughs> but I'll wager that everyone's wearing white. Um, and, you know, someone asked, shall we go change, my lady? And she goes, no, the dress is fine. Old and shabby as it is. <laughs> um, and then the woman goes, which, oof, you know, a little, a little too much. Like, calm down, calm down. It won't take long for Dorian to ask me for a private audience. Oh. Though I worry how much Parrington's courting will interfere, but I do adore the man for inviting me to Rifthold. My mother must be writhing in her grave. (laughs) She, (laughs) um, and then she's at, she begins to ask about Selena and she goes, um, I wonder who she is. The girl the prince brought into Rifthold. I heard he traveled all over to find her and that she rode into the city on the captain of the guard's horse. I've heard nothing else about her, not even her name. Um, And she goes, I don't need to worry. The princess harlot won't be well received. 
And she's like, excuse me? Excuse me, harlot. Who the fuck are you? So the lady goes, I need my pipe. I feel a headache coming on. Regardless, I shall have to wash my back. And all of a sudden, a crash. The woman screams. Selena had thrown a flower pot (laughs) at this lady. She goes, the flower pot missed this time. Um, And so then the ladies, like, hurry off, and they're, like, all pissy. I will, I kind of enjoy that, like, Selena literally looks skyward. Like, she's like, wait, where did that come from? I mean, it's a a tall castle. It could have come from anywhere, guys. I'm just saying. So that's my chapter. But I thought it was so cute because the library thing was my favorite. Yeah, the library thing is probably, like, the cutest thing out of these three chapters. Yeah. All right. So my my chapter opens up with um, Selena doing something that we will see her do more and more throughout the series. And that is staring at herself and appreciating how beautiful she is. And honestly, <laughs> I stay in it. I'm here for it. I'm here for the confidence. I'm here for the self-love. You know, you hot girl, like lean into it. OK, so she's looking and like she's standing before the mirror and she's smiling and she's looking down, running a hand down her gown. And this sounds gorgeous. So the gown is seafoam white lace. It has a sweeping neckline and it has a powder green ocean of silk that makes up most of the like the bodice and the dress itself. There's a red sash covering the waist and it forms like an inverted peak. So it separates the bodice from like the explosion of skirts underneath. So you've got like sea foam and like a powder green, like ocean green, you know what I'm talking about? Like offset by like a really pretty bright, right sash. Uh, sash. I think that's very, very pretty. And it's got like clear green beads they're embroidered there's like vines embroidered around it but there is a damn corset but she does also accessorize with her hairpin dagger because obviously that's your most important accessory is your weapon um and so she lifts her hair and she like touches her like her hair is curled and pinned and she's just loving it and she was like well okay i'm dressed and then she has a moment where she's like well what am i gonna do now because like Madison said in her <laughs> chapter, the competition's supposed to be starting. And she's just like, well, all right. And I just imagine her like looking, feeling pretty, and then like sitting on the edge of her bed, just like swinging her legs. Like, okay, so what now? Yeah, and, what am I waiting for? Yeah, so she hears someone coming in, and it's uh, Philippa like just walking in. And she's like, oh, well, okay. Because I know she's probably waiting for Kale, because she's like, man, he's got to take me. Like, the competition's starting. What the hell? And, like, she tried not to preen or anything, like, to be, like, you know, kind of, like, fishing for the compliment. Like, my, oh, my, look how pretty I am. Look at this dress. Look at my hair. (laughs) And it says she failed miserably. And Philippa says, it's such a pity you are who you are. I wouldn't be surprised if you managed to ensnare some lord into marriage. Maybe even his highness, if you were charming enough. And she just goes, she says that in such a nonchalant way. She's, like, readjusting her uh, dress and, like, helping her into these uh, ruby-colored slippers. So she's going to Oz, apparently. She's got some ruby-colored slippers on. So we'll see what happens there. And that's when Selena's like, oh, well, apparently that rumor's already going. And she tells her about how she heard, like, um, the girl in the garden saying that the crown prince had brought Selena there to woo her and, like, basically, like, you know, everybody thinks she's just there as Dorian's little, like, play thing. And Philippa's like, ah, let it, like, just let it ride, you know. Like, it's it's court life. Like, just just wait. It'll be, like, the rumor will be done in, in a week. Um, let him find a new woman he likes, and you'll vanish from the whisperings of court. And I was like, Jesus. Like, you, she makes it sound like Dorian is on to a new woman every week. <laughs> he is. 
Is he though? Like I don't know. And maybe before this, I maybe don't, yeah. We don't get a we don't get not during into this. Yeah. No. And so then, like, Selena kind of straightens up, and Philip was like, oh, it's not meant as an, as an offense, Poppet. I love that she uses the term Poppet, because all I think of I is know. pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. That's all that comes ahead. Oh, yes. Poppet. Come here, <laughs> Poppet. Oh, my God. Wow. Talk about a reference I haven't thought of in, like, a hot minute. And, but, like, when hey, I, I haven't say watched it, that movie in a long time. Madison, do you not hear it perfectly? Come here. Oh, I, I do. I Pop do. It. Yeah. I just like I hadn't <laughs> thought about that reference in like so long. Honestly, I did a rewatch of uh, the first three like a month ago out of nowhere, like during a work week, because I always put something on and I was just like, pirates. I would have watched pirates, and then I ended up all three in like two days. I was like, well, this this. Well, I definitely stopped after the ending really bit me in the ass oh my i don't I that's fully... no mm, i i didn't see stranger tides but i did watch the latest one which i guess was five and it was actually not that bad i will say i will say it's actually did they not fix the ending that i'm talking about i mean no no then that's some shit it, well it doesn't even it's, it's, it's not stopped, even about stopped, them yeah I it's like a different watching it after that i was like i'm no still angry to this day yeah i'm still angry yeah so it was anyways, i was so mad yeah it, yeah i'm glad yeah. we're all on the same page about yeah. pirates of the caribbean <laughs> still, love, still love the movie, so I have to say. So, and the ride, to be honest. I was going to say, I love that they, they based the movies off the ride. Yeah, yeah, they based it off of uh, Which the I Disneyland loved. one. And then, because each, each park has a different Disney, Disney like Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, Tokyo, Hong Kong, and then Disney World, the ride's different in each of them, just so, in case everybody was wondering, oh. so... Um, I was, I was so, curious. I, I don't know how I got through my day without having that information. <laughs> I don't appreciate your sarcasm. <laughs> Anyways, so basically, Philip is just like, look, like, beautiful women are always around the crown prince. And she's like, you should be flattered that you're attractive enough to be considered his lover. Excuse me, bitch. She's not a snack. She's the whole damn meal, as Lizzo would say. Okay? Like, come on. <laughs> come on. Like, that is offensive. And then I love it. Selena's like, I'd rather not be seen that way at all. And then Philip is like, better than an, as an assassin, I'd wager. No, bitch, I want people to fear me. I want you to see me as an assassin and know I could kill you in 20 different ways in, like, the span of see? three seconds. I don't need to be known as the pretty person. I need to be known as the deadly person. I like to be underrated. It's very entertaining. Well, that just happens kind of, <laughs> kind of by default. I like to be underrated. Them. I'm dead. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... I still would be very, very happy if people were like, "Ah, shit, there's the assassin. Nah. I'd rather be that let's than, oh, the... look, there's one of the other, like, concubines. Like, what? I nah, let's, let's hide. Let's hide that. Ugh. So then Selena's like, like, she just laughs. And then Philip's like, oh, your face is much more pretty when you smile. Girlish even. Far better than that frown you always have. <laughs> so we find out Selena has resting bitch face. And honestly, I, I feel that. I feel that. I really do. You feel that on a personal level? I do. <laughs> I do. And, you know, I I just got to, I, 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 I just don't understand the problem with having RBF. Like, people say it like it's a bad thing. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> it keeps you from talking to me. That's fine. Like, <laughs> I don't like to talk to people. I'm too nervous. That's why masks are I, a great I thing. always put on my um, RBF when I'm, like, walking into, like, a clothing store. Because I'm like, don't fucking talk to me. No, I don't. Need I always have my headphones in. It's really bad. Mine's and I, like, I feel bad because like Caitlin used to work in like 
at mm-hmm. anthropology. But I'm like, I'm like, no, go the fuck away. No, I there's, like, well, there's certain help. stores where it's very clear that they make like commissions and they're like pushy. Yes. That's when I'll, yes. t- I'll tell you like, no, I'm good. Thank you. Or if I, and I'll be like, or if I need help, I'll come find you. But it's when like, they don't leave you alone. Like, where was I recently? Yeah. Where was oh, I? Oh, these pants look great on you. Great. I'm not looking for pants. Go fuck yourself. Dude, no. Mine was yeah. at Pottery Barn the other day. I was just like, ca- I casually walked into Pottery Barn because I was like, I don't know. They got pretty spring stuff. Like, maybe I'll get stuff for like my new like reading room. I had the same lady approach me four different times in the span of like yeah. five minutes. Wait, wait. Was she like the kind of older lady with the short brown hair? No, no. She was, oh, she was no. like probably in her 30s with like really, really, really long hair. Oh, because hair. that lady, woof, woof. No, I was just like, I, and like, like I said, because I I've worked retail before too. Like I understand, but it's yeah. more when they get like pushy that I'm like, please stop. Well, even as even when I worked retail, like I literally didn't, I didn't want to approach people unless they came up to me because I was like, I'm just gonna bother you. Like, like if I, I if I need something, I'll come find. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Same. I have no problem asking for help. I just don't want you to con- consistently be in my face. Exactly. Hence the exactly. reason for the headphones. Well. Anyway, so Selena has RBF, um, and all of us do to a certain extent. And if you do too, welcome to the club. It's a great club. Do not be ashamed. And so then Selena's like, oh, you might be right. And she goes to sit down, and I love this. Philip was like, ah, no, 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 no. Like, you'll wrinkle your dress. So, like, she's not allowed to sit. Her feet are squished into these ruby slippers, and she's like, but my feet hurt. I love this. The deadly assassin. My feet hurt. <laughs> She's like, you intend to me for stay. I have to stand all day, even through the meals. And she's like, well, only until someone tells you how lovely you look. So I love that she, like, wants credit. You know what I mean? Where she's like, until I get credit where credit's due for making you look this good, like, no. You're not allowed to mess it up. Like, no. And so, but, and Selena's like, but nobody knows you're my servant. And then Philippa gets her digging where she's like, oh, they know I've been assigned to the lover the prince brought to Rissold. It's like, damn, shots fired. And so Selena kind of thinks about it. She's like, okay, is it actually, like, she's trying to decide, is it good that people don't know who she is or not? Because if you remember, like, her her trial, per se, she was, it was very low-key. Low she's brought before the king, everything like that. Because people didn't realize her reputation. Nobody knew what she they, looked like. Nobody knew she was a young woman. So, like, she... Yeah, but they, yeah, they wanted to hide that she was yeah. pretty much a child who dis- just, just destroyed a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like she so she gets away with it. Like where a lot of the times like she is um like she is inconspicuous. Like nobody knows who she is at this point. So that's like why the ruse is going to work. And then out of nowhere, her door slam open and Kale comes running in just out of breath, but he comes to a dead stop. And he goes, "You." And then he stops as Selena fully turns to face him. His brows lowered as his eyes traveled along her body, his head cocked, and he opened his mouth as if to say something, but only shook his head and scowled. The bitch was speechless. <laughs> he stopped in his track. He was speechless. And then, like, all he says is, upstairs, now. I'm like, damn, bitch, just say she looks pretty, like, you know, come on. No, he can't do that. And she's, so she's like, I'm going to keep playing this. And she, like, curtsies and she lowers his la- her lashes and looks up at him like, where, where, pray tell, are we going? Oh, don't simper at me. And he literally grabs her arm and starts dragging her so quickly that Philippa has to be like, she'll trip on her dress. Would you at least let her hold her skirt? <laughs> and, like, Selena actually did trip on her dress. Her shoes were cutting into her tail or her heels. And he, like, heard none of her objections. He just kept dragging her into the hall. 
And she just smiles at the guards and they're just like grinning because they're like, what the hell? Like they're like looking at each other with like approving glances. And I'm like, what the hell? And his grip literally tightens till it hurts. And he's just like, hurry, we can't be late. So he's like frazzled. And she's like, you could have given me warning. Like I would have dressed earlier, everything like that. Um, and is trying to like figure out what's going on. And he's like, my mind was elsewhere. You were fortunate to be dressed, though. I wish you'd worn something less frilly to see the king. <laughs> and I'm like, one, what were you distracted by that you, like, couldn't have given her a warning? You know what I mean? Like, an, even an hour warning. Be like, hey, we gotta go in an yeah. hour. And, but she, all of a sudden, is just like, wait, the king? And he's like, yeah, what, like, did you think you wouldn't see him? Like, the crown prince told you the competition starts today. Like, the meeting is the official beginning, but the real work, like, starts tomorrow. And Selena goes into panic mode. Her arms become heavy. She was glad she hadn't eaten. She, like, forgot about her aching feet and ribs. And, like, the, that damn clock tower starts chiming the hour. And she couldn't breathe. She's nauseated. Like, she's just noticing how far below the earth, like, is. She's just like, we're really high. We're in the glass edition. She's like, she didn't want to be there. She didn't want to be in the glass castle. And she's like, why didn't you tell me sooner? And Kale's just like, he just decided to see you now. He'd originally said this evening... And he's like, hopefully the other champions are later than us. And she literally felt she was going to faint. All she could think was the king. And he's like looking over his shoulder. He's like, when you enter, stop when I stop. Bow low. Keep your head high. Stand straight. Don't look him in the eye. Don't answer anything without your highness. And do not, under any circumstances, talk back. She's got a terrible headache. Everything was sickly and frail. They were so high up. So dangerously high. And that's when Kale finally turns around and is like, uh, you're pale. And he's noticing like, oh shit, she's freaking out. And she had difficulty focusing on his face because she's literally trying to breathe in and out. She noted, like, she's hating the corset. She hates the king. She hates glass castles. And we get, like, a little snippet because she's like, the days surrounding her capture and sentencing had been like a fever dream, but she could perfectly visualize her trial. The dark wood of the walls, the smoothness of the chair beneath her, the way her injuries still ached from the capture, and the terrible silence that had overtaken her body and soul. She had glanced at the king only once. It was enough to make her reckless. To wish for any punishment that would take her far from him. Even a quick death. And she's like freaking out. And Kale's like slain it. He, he's just a man. You do have to treat him with respect. And he like starts. He starts walking slower. And he's like this meeting is only to remind you and the other champions. Of why you're here. What you're to do. And what you stand to gain. It's basically the king like. um, What am I trying to say? Like peacocking. Like okay. <laughs> peacocking her. <laughs> The king is Wait, peacocking. isn't there a song? Let me see you peacock. Oh, what the fuck? There's literally a song. There's a song. She's not crazy. I just don't. I'm not there. crazy. And so. Let me see you peacock. Okay. Oh my god. What? Yeah, it is. It is. There's a legit it song. Is. I will find yeah. it and send it to you. So I don't want it. <laughs> yes, you do. Because it gets stuck in your head. So oh. basically, Kale's reminding her. He's like, you're not on trial. You're not going to be tested today. Like calmed he's trying to calm her down and then finally he stops a few feet away from the guards selena his eyes were rich molten brown yes her heartbeat steadied you look rather pretty today was all he said before the doors opened and they walked forward and after that compliment selena raised her chin as they entered the crowded room oh that's a little nice so he did finally say she is pretty but like it took him a minute and that is the end of chapter nine That was great. 
some great stuff. I'm like I'm really telling you excited this... for the competition to start because I feel like that's I know. when the story gets a going. No, and like I said, these first like the first half of this book is just a struggle. You need some action. Oh. I need some action. It's just Yeah, there's not much going I, like, on. Like I said, like I'm just world We got we got world building going hard. on. Yeah, it's just hard. It's hard for me to get through. Anywho, um, so that was some good stuff. That was some good stuff. Um, but, okay, so that's, you know, all we have today, guys, you know, with our mini episode. Um, remember, subscribe, review. If you could go on Apple and, like, give us, you know, a couple ratings, that'd be super helpful. Um, ACOTR podcast. Um, but um, do, did anyone have any series spoilers they want to talk about? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Before we talk okay, about great. if you haven't so, finished this. Yeah. Go ahead. So if you haven't finished the series, we're going to talk series spoilers now. So it's been great having you. We love you all. You're wonderful. Bye-bye. And now here we go. What are our series spoilers? Let's chat. My first one is when she's talking about the terror of, like, being before the king at her trial and she was like didn't want to make eye contact and then she just she makes eye contact and it's because of her eyes she knew that her eyes were um were uh a giveaway were a giveaway yeah i also thought so like a few things that i like one is the clock tower so i'm guessing the stone of the clock tower is similar to the the collars and the rings that people end up wearing yeah, it is. It's the same material. Like yeah. that exact, the, the same material. And then also, <laughs> I like how she talks about the Library of Orinth, because that's where she pretty much almost sets it on fire. <laughs> I, I do remember that. Um, but I want to talk about how, well, we know why they sent Duke Parrington to, um, to watch over Dorian. Yeah. Um. Because he's Valg. He's like a Valg host. Yeah. And so is the king. Oh, so yeah. Like, nah, oh, well, Duke Parrington's not a Valg host. He is Erwin or whatever. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Erwin. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, the king, yeah, they want to make sure they're watching Dorian because, I mean, they're just waiting for him. Yeah. Well, he can't do anything just yet because the like, clock tower hasn't been destroyed. Is that when his, like, true powers come out? Like, when they finally destroy the clock tower? No, they start to come up before that. Mm-hmm. Do they? Oh, I guess... Yeah. Not not as, like... Prominent. Yeah. yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Anywho. Anything else? Um... I think that was all I had for now. That was good. Yeah, there were, there's a bunch of different, like, the war, drop in the ward word where you're like, what the heck, the gates of ward, and you're like, huh? And then she, like, casually sees a ward mark, and you're like, oh, that's a weird marking. <laughs> that's that a weird marking? Never seen that before. Or, like, the giant tapestry Kale's that covers. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or the tapestry that covers the entire back wall of her rooms. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Weird, weird. Okay, well, anyway, so that is what we have, guys. Oh, my God, you did not just send me that damn song. Oh, yeah, you're going to listen to that song. <laughs> oh, my God, it's a Katy Perry song? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it are is. Are you really surprised? Yeah. Oh, shit. 
shit. Okay. I mean, I love Katy Perry, but your rendition did nothing for me, so I'm hoping... Really? I'm really yeah. surprised it didn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping, really surprised I'm it didn't. I'm hoping it's a little better, or maybe it's just, like, a terrible <laughs> song. I don't know. No, honestly, I think it's exactly the same. <laughs> we'll keep you updated. Anywho, so that's all we have today. All right, guys. Well, with that, we're going to log off. Uh, it's midweek for us. And as always, guys... XOXO, the cadre. Bye.